great work with our lives and God is taking us to a place that everyone will know it was Jesus that did this. Are you together with me? It's taking us to, it's taking us to a place where we can, we can shine the light. Are we here, friends? It's about shining. You see, when God lifts you up, lifts you up, he didn't lift you up. He lifted you up because you are representing him so that the light can shine brighter. Do you understand? That's the reason. It's not for you. It's for the light. Are you getting the point? And so, we have been looking at this for a while, and then I said some things. I spoke about how growth is not form. You remember that? That it's not every time growth is form. That sometimes you are go, grow, going through a tough time, and growth is happening. Huh? Tough time and growth is happening. How many of us saw secondary school as growth? We didn't see it that way. It was really traumatizing, right? For some of us, uni was extremely traumatizing. You understand? Some evil causes, some some causes that the people who have gone ahead of you in your matriculation day, when they ask you what, say economy, say ah. Like those who have graduated will pity you and say, ah, oh, she won't call me. <laughs> but, but here you are a better person. So, so growth is not always fun. Why do I need to say this to you? I need to say this to you so that if you are in a season that's not fun, don't, don't, don't see it as the Lord has abandoned you. That, that a lot is happening when everything is not so much fun. Are you with me? Because so many times, when we are not having fun, Satan comes to tell us lies, and we usually believe him. Are we together, friends? So it might not be fun. It doesn't mean that God is not involved. The Bible talks about when you pass through the fire, when you pass through the storm. We all go through fire. We all go through, go through storm. Are we together here? There's really nothing new about whatever you're going through. Praise God. So growth is not fun, but growth is fulfilling. The only way I can, I can, the only, the closest thing that can, that I can use to describe the fulfillment that, that um, growth gives is the feeling I used to have many, many, many years ago. After you haven't washed your clothes for months, and one day, by the by the grace of God, you are imparted with courage. You know, sometimes it's not like you don't want to wash the clothes, but the clothes have so piled up that you don't even have the courage. Have you ever offended someone that if you had apologized earlier, it would have been easier? But time has passed. The courage to face the issue. Or somebody you didn't pick the person's call and then you didn't call back for a long time. Then the courage, you just want to burn everything. Like you can't face it. And sometimes that's what happens. You know, those days, it doesn't happen anymore. You know, you haven't washed for months and then you take the courage and you now wash. After washing, you now spread your clothes on the line and you look at those clothes and you're like, Wow. Have you ever washed your clothes? You don't even have what to wear. Like it's all dirty. 
Try your team. But you guys get what I'm talking about. That's the, that's the only thing I can use to describe fulfillment that growth gives. You just feel as as though you have you have your name is now in the Guinness Book of Records, as though you've achieved something. That's what happens when when you grow. And then when you don't grow, and then you you like um, boycott or you cheat yourself. You cheat to get something done. No matter how beautiful the thing is outside, you force the fulfillment. The fulfillment is fake. Because you, f- you are indicted inside. Like there is an invalidation that happens. You feel invalid. You feel uh, uh, invalid, rather, inside you. But the beautiful thing about growth is that you know this is the Lord. Are we together here? You just know this is the Lord. This is not... It's not man thinking. When I look at the, when I look at your lives, for example, the testimonies and, you know, and, and the, the progress, your spiritual growth, all that God is doing with you, I feel fulfilled. You don't want to feel fulfilled because I know this is the Lord. You get the point? This is not gimmicks. This is not, this is not strategy. This is just the Lord's doing. And guess what? It's marvelous in our sight. The Bible talks about how he makes all things beautiful in his time. Praise God. So I would believe that you will go to the other, to the other messages and, and um, um, follow up on those. I don't want to do, I don't have enough time to do recap. But I want to bring out five um, um, points from this scripture that will help us understand the process. Are we together here? Or the principles of growth. You know, the other two sessions I tried to just, you know, tell us what growth is. You see, but today I want to look at the principles of growth because if you don't uh, apply these principles, you are not going to grow. And when I'm talking growth, I'm, you know I'm talking beyond, I'm not, I'm not a motivational speaker. I don't teach success. You get the point? That's not what I teach. I don't teach success. Why don't I teach success? I don't teach success because I found something greater than success. That's why I don't teach success. I'm not impressed by success. Success doesn't impress me. Success is too base for me. It's too dry. It's too empty for me. What I teach is victory. Are we together here? The victory that we obtain in Christ. No matter how wealthy you become, what I want to see in your wealth is the character of Christ. The character of Christ that gave you the wealth and the character of Christ that you retained in the wealth. That is the only way the wealth can make any, any supernatural sense. Wealth without that reality is empty, is dry, is boring, and is powerless. And that's why I don't teach success. It doesn't make sense to me why I've seen something else. You see, what is success? What, what, what is success that the blast of one trumpet would destroy everything? You know, so or, or just one cancer, you are gone. It's weak. Success is weak. 
The Bible talks about the old, the old flesh is just like vapor. The old life of a man is like vapor. Today is there, tomorrow it's gone. So I don't care about success. I don't care, I don't care about that you got a good job, a new job. I want to know how you got it. It's how you got it that makes me celebrate with you and excited about the victory. You know, um, Laulu's um, company just got a beautiful breakthrough. Um, last week, and then we trust God for more for them in the name of Jesus. Praise God. It's how. And and, and that's the funny thing. A lot of us pursue success like slaves. What's wrong with you? You're a child of God. Stop being a slave upon the face of the earth. Are you together with me? Arm yourself with the boldness that's in the spirit. And let God show you the pattern for you to fulfilling destiny. So when I'm talking growth, I'm saying what God has put in you, it should come out the way God has ordained it to come out. That's what I mean by growth. The full manifestation of the potentials and possibilities, purposes and will and the counsel of the Lord over your life. Is that okay? All right. So we're going to look at this scripture. This scripture talks about in John chapter 12 verse 24. Don't mind the way I'm preaching, just, just have fun. Are you having fun? Yes, sir. Are you having fun? Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces what? Much grain. Right? So the much grain is in the seed, right? But so this is this is a scripture that fully uh, 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 has in it all the components and principles of growth. And if we can look at this scripture and understand it, then we all can be on a beautiful path of coming into the fullness of what God has ordained for us. And the first word you see, give me the old KJV. Let me check that. Now, the, the very underlining principle of this old scripture, which I'm going to start with, the very basic principle of this old scripture is that a seed has to fall down and die or else it, what? It, it, it abides alone. So, when the seed was first in seed form, it had life in it. But that life is not the end. Are you together with me? The possibility of more life exists, but it has to die to the life that it has. You see, for there to be a multiplication of life. Now, the very underlying principle of growth any day, any time is humility. Humility. You see, if it's not humility, it's not godly. It's not godly, it's not of God. Anything your pride got you is Satan planning to destroy you. If it's not humility, it's not what? It's not of God. You have to, the, the, the divine growth, are you with me, friends? It's humility driven, not talent driven. Humility driven, not talent driven. Now, the flesh prides itself in its talent. But you see, God wants you to not just focus on your talent. God wants you to go what route? The route of what? Humility. In everything that you do in life, if you want to grow, what must you do? 
you must be humble. You see, you have to pray hard and work hard in line of what? Humility. Humility is what we must all arm ourselves with. Now, do you know even you yourself that you are not God, you never favor someone who is not humble. Even you who is not God, just as a human being. You remember on the hangout the other day when we were singing songs. Before we called Tunde out, you saw the way he was acting. He was acting proud. He drank water. He did like this. When we were doing the game, and it was time for him to come, you know, come sing a song. We give him a word. The plan was to give you a word and you sing a song with that word. And people have been flunking it, some were getting it, and it was time for Tunde Zone, and Tunde drank water, healed himself <laughs> like a village chief and all of that. And then the people who were giving them words now said, Mushua, Mushua, Mushua. And then he thought he would be giving a simple word, and they were told, okay, sing a song with the word Melchizedek. <laughs> but the reason was because we made it tough for him because he was proud. <laughs> and we have to be like God because God resists the proud <laughs> and gives grace to the humble. Are we together, friends? Listen, listen. Don't, don't, don't carelessly brandish your talent. Don't carelessly do that. Now, I'll get to the point where you need to acknowledge every good thing that's in you. But let humility come before that. You have, to, you have to embrace humility. Those who teach people stuff, you know those who are not humble never learn. Yes. Everything. Am I correct, Farmer? Yes, sir. Everything. When you get an apprentice, you want to teach him stuff. Anyone who is over... Say, I already know it. I already know it. <laughs> Do you know it's humility to hear again what you already know? Yeah. <laughs> you have to be humble. There's a guy. There's a guy some weeks ago who wanted me to help him out. And then, and then, if 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 you record that the conversation we're having, you will be sure it's him. It's, it's him that wanted to help me, because the way he was talking, I said, "So you know, um, so these are the things I do. You're going to help me get a place that you understand that." So you understand, you understand that. And, and, the, and the truth is, I was really desire, desiring to, to help, but and I even tried helping actually. But the way I helped him was strange because how to call someone to help him? I'm like, this guy needs a job. I said, but he's a crazy man. It was it was beside me. I put it on speaker. I said, there's a guy I want to send to you. Please help him. I'll get him a job. But he's a madman. He's a very crazy person. I said, so his character, don't, 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 don't hinge his character on me. You understand? When he's mad, he's mad as a person. So you deal with him. Yeah, I put it on speaker. I put it on speaker. I said, deal with him personally. Don't think that because I sent him that he has sense. That no, you have to relate to him personally because he's a madman. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have faith to give him my name. I didn't have the faith to give him my name. I didn't have the faith. I, I was sure he was destroyed. So, so I, I withdrew my name even when I wanted to help him. 
I would, I, I placed a disclaimer probably in front of him. I, I don't do things behind people. In front of him, I placed a disclaimer. I don't say because. And the only reason I did that was I was so passionate to help him, but the man. And then the next time we had a conversation, I said, you're a crazy person. And, and, and he says, he says what well, I explained to him about humility. He says, he says, you know, I just don't believe that. <laughs> this is how he said it. He said, I just don't believe that, you know, you have to crawl to when you need help. Now, now, now listen, he just needed to learn it. He says, some people don't know some things, actually. He just needed to learn it. And I told him, I need to teach you some things. And then... We're on that process. You know, I said, we need to start some process where we need to learn. In fact, I told him to go beg somebody. And I said, please, when you beg the person, don't beg the person the way you are talking to me now. That's not how to beg. Are you with me, friend? Yes, sir. Yeah. Some of you are like that. You are laughing, but you are like that. You are here, you are like that. Some of you are like that. The Bible talks about truth. Um, um, God doesn't like humility, um, pride, and a haughty look. Because sometimes you can say that you are humble in your heart. That don't forget how I look. No, there is a there is there is a there is a demeanor to humility. You can say, "I'm sorry for what I did." Okay, <laughs> that's not the look for being sorry. Say, "I'm sorry." Okay, just just I'm just sorry. Just. You can't do that. Now a lot of us do that. You have to embrace humility. Why? Because you see, because the 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 it is the one that is greater that will bless the lesser. So it means that for there to be a flow of blessing, there must be a recognition of who is great and who is less. If if there is no great less, there will not be a flow of blessing. So anytime you need a blessing, you must go choose lesser. You must, there must be a dynamic of greater and lesser for there to be blessing. If you, if you don't know how to create that dynamic, you don't know how to receive. You, you have the responsibility of creating. You must let the person that wants to bless you know that you have, there are two, this is how it is, greater, lesser. And the blessing will flow like this. And so you who you are lesser, you must, you must put your name under it. And say, I am lesser, you are the one to bless me. Are we together, friend? Yes, so that dynamic is very important. You have to create that dynamic. And even if, no matter how great you are, just enjoy that dynamic generally. Even if you are the one that is meant to bless someone, always maintain a lesser dynamic. My mentor, my mentor, Pastor Tunji, there's no time I've had a meeting with Pastor Tunji. Pastor Tunji doesn't have a notepad and a, and a biro. I've, I've almost never seen him. Like I go have a meeting with him. He has a notepad and a barrel to write everything that I'm saying. And this is someone who is my mentor. There's no time. And that breaks me. I'm like, why is this man embarrassing me like this? The last time I just jammed him somewhere and he brought out his pot bin. Guess what? He showed me the message he's listening to currently. And that's our message in church. And he said, there is no one message in SOD he has not listened. He said, SOD message was what I used for retreat. He said, I've listened to everything. And that's my mentor. No, I don't mean my mentor like small. I mean, I mean my mentor, someone who was an assistant pastor for Pastor Kunio Lawale close to 30 years ago. 
close to 30 years ago. He was an assistant pastor with Pastor Kuno Lawale close to 30 years ago. Before I, before I met Jesus, before, before anything, he was listening to all the messages. And that's one who's greater than me, but still maintaining the posture of lesser. What about you who are the original lesser? Like originally, <laughs> like uh, the, you have the ordination originally. Just calm down. Listen, listen. There is nobody who can bring you down. Even you can't bring yourself down. So stop, stop, stop feeling terrible when you are down, because you are truly not down. Nobody can bring anybody down. Nobody. If you bow down like this, you will rise up again. Nobody can bring anybody down. There's nothing. There's nothing anybody. There's nothing you can do to me that that will bring me down. Nothing. There is nothing. Like absolutely, if you look like you are bringing the person down, is it like? Have you seen people who look like they are destroyed? Like they are. They are. They are, they are finished. That man. Just one year, you will see that nobody can finish anybody. The Nigerian police will make you understand that. When you go to the Nigerian police station and you are the first person to go, you will think you have won the case. I tell you. But that you went first does not mean they won't lock you up eventually. (laughs) When you first go, they will say, ah! More go pick him. We are going to pick him. You will pay for that. By the time they bring that person, that person they start the story again. The DPO can say, "Lock him up." Are you wondering? Yeah, is that crazy? It's crazy. See, you can't bring anybody down. Know that, and know that any nobody can bring you down. And so, no matter how you go down for anyone, you are not down. You are never down. You are. You would always be where God wants you to be. The only person who can bring us down is what is God, not man, not any man. So don't be afraid when you get into a room. Don't struggle to be the greatest there. Never. Don't. If God needs you to be the greatest there, no matter how much you go down, you will be made the greatest. And no matter how God wants you to be the last, no matter how much you go and sit in the front row, they will take you to the back. Jesus said, if you get to any place, look for the back seat. He said, it's more honorable. They now say, ah, 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 ah. What's that man doing there? They now bring you to the front. And they say, ah, oh, um, sir, please. Sir, please. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> sir, please, that's it. You're not both face. <laughs> I tell you, those people struggling to be older than you, allow them. People struggling to say, ah, Aburo Mini. Say, Grandfather Mini now. Allow people. Allow people be whatever they want to be. Nobody can put you down. Nobody. Be, be, be confident in God. He's going to say, ah, that small boy of yesterday, that my, ah, that boy, so you want to live, to Allow people, where God is taking you to, nobody can stop it. 
So stop, stop fighting. Take a humble posture. Take a humble posture. Don't be quick to brandish all that you have, all that you know, all that. Receive, learn. Listen to people with a, with a humble heart. Now this works in everything you do. Growth answers to humility. I tell you to be humble. You see, there is a way humility takes away the toxicity, the toxicity in the room. When there's humility, the toxic atmosphere will disappear. When there's proudful atmospheres are toxic atmospheres. Proudful atmospheres are very toxic atmospheres. But humility will take away whatever toxic stuff we have in the room. Are you with me? So always take that humble place. See, eventually you find out that a lot of people know what you know. A lot of people do what you do. And a lot of people do it better than you. And eventually the difference will be attitude. Eventually, that will be the difference. Eventually. I tell you, some of your disfavor is not like, it's not a satanic anointing. It's from inside you. You are disfavored because of of your pride. And then you will be consistently disfavored if you continue like this. I want you, "Ah, I can do it better than them. You can do it better than them. But people find peace doing it with them. When we do it with you, it's trouble. Because you are so on the edge. How do, how do you know you are proud? A lot of ways, but one of the ways is when you are easily offended. I always tell you that. When you are easily offended, every little thing gets you offended. It's because you are too high. That's why there are too many things you don't deserve. So that's the general rule. Humility is a general rule. Be humble. Husbands, be humble. Be humble to your wife. Even marriage, even in marriage. Be humble to your wife. Don't, don't, don't brandish headship too much. Be humble. You see, there is something godly about humility. When you are humble, everyone will know you have power. Because it's not easy to be humble. It's it's a godly nature. You see, a lot a lot of men think that their power is in their strength. The reason why your power is not in your strength is because your strength is. is, Let me explain this to you. What has value is what is scarce. If it is scarce, it has value. If it is scarce, it's expensive. So this is the point. If a strong man, an egocentric man, is not scarce. That's how all men are. So there is no value to it anymore. But when you are broken, you have become a different man. And um, it's a scarce commodity. So your brokenness will give you more value. And so your wife will honor you more when she sees your brokenness, not when she sees your strength. Because she's wondering, what kind of man is this? But if she sees your strength... A father had strength. A grandfather had strength. Her uncle had strength. Her uncle's brother broke his wife's two teeth. It's a common thing. Strength is common. But humility is not common. So when you have humility, you are going to get honor. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's the truth. I tell you the truth. Because sometimes you've been trying to force your wife into this thing. No. The day you ask your wife, I, I think I haven't really been listening to you. Please, what exactly are you saying? Please help me. And your wife sees you asking her for help and she sees you in a humble posture. And then like, wow, the things you said are very, very... And I'm, I thank God for the things you said. Thank you for helping me. You have really added value. If you didn't tell me this, then I would have destroyed myself. Hey! She's wondering what kind of a man is this. The next time your words will have value because she has put value on your person. But you see, when, when she hasn't put value on your person, your words will carry irritation. Say, we redo the day. <laughs> ah, getting good, redo the better, redo the better. All right, so we'll, do, we'll do what you say. Uh, I say <laughs> but she doesn't have respect to your person. Because you haven't done anything different. You are, you are, you are King Kong. And everybody, every man she knows, all men are King Kong. Are we here? Yes, sir. Thanks, man. Let's move further. We have 20 more minutes. Will you give me 20 minutes? Yes, sir. <laughs> are you telling the truth or you're telling a lie? Yes, truth. You like the word of God. Yes. Nice, 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 nice. Now, verily, verily, another version says, accept. Now, you see, you need to be humble. When, when the word says something, just leave it that way. Like, I'm concerned about when the word says accept. Accept means, don't stress yourself to look for another way, another principle. This is the only one. So, this humility I'm teaching is the only way to grow. If you are not humble, you will not grow. Accept, accept, accept. Friends, I've seen stubborn people repeat cycles. I'm telling you. Goats. The guy's repeating the cycle and the same attitude. And you're telling the person, stop this thing. The person will not listen. Five years later, the person is still there. You know, we have all seen these things before. Like, everybody knows what this guy's problem is. Only him does not know. I say, you know, I have, a, I have, I have this vision. You know, we want to build this uh, uh, hydraulic uh, stuff from Asia, and um, it will carry the gas to. <laughs> it's not going to carry gas to anywhere. <laughs> now you have met such people. It's not, it can't be only me. They can tell you about some grant that, that you know will bring the plant. It will come from Asia. We install it in the Atlantica, and um, so that's how. It's not going to go to any Atlantica. Just keep quiet and be humble. Accept. Accept. Some things don't have options. They don't have. They don't have um, A, B, C, D. Pick one. It's just accept. Somebody say accept. Except a seed or a corn of wheat falls 
fall into what? The ground. And what? What happens to it? It abides alone. Are we together, friends? One, everything great will always start in seed form. And if you don't have holy highs to honor seed, then you will not have a life that will enjoy harvest. If you're always carried away by harvest, you will not get it. You will not get it. If God's going to give you a harvest, it's first going to give you a seed. It's all going to be a seed. And if you are careless with seed, and so how do I know somebody is serious? It is how the person handles little things. I, I have no plans for people who don't handle little things well. And all their plan is the big, big one, big, big one, big, big one. Anytime I see someone handling little things well, immediately I invest in them, immediately, because I know it's going somewhere. You need to purify your eye to appreciate what little things. The other time I told you about, I think I heard it from Pastor Padre, that if you get if, the, if you get ten million naira and you spend it anyhow, and then when the money turns to get to five hundred k, you now start to plan. He said, "Your real worth is that five hundred k." He said, "Ah, five hundred k, look who, eh, 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 I'm going to work here for much, you know, who is that on? Your real, your real worth, your real value is that five hundred, because that was where your brain started working." It made a lot of sense to me when I heard it. How, how do you use little things? Little things. Little things. Things that are reachable. Things that are not far from you. What value do you put on them? What faith do you put on them? This church, for example, is going to be one of the biggest in the world. Are you together with me? But it's in seed form. See the way, see the way we're loving it. We're loving it in the seed form. Are you together with me? Because we can see. You need God to purify your eye to see what He wants to use. Because everything He's going to use, He's going to start it from what kind of form? Seed form. Why do I start from seed form? So that He can send away demons. Because if demons see it too early, destroy it. So he hides it. And hides it in what? In seed form. That's why he told us never to despise the day. Listen, anyone who you see blessed by God always have days of little beginning. Always. That's God's pattern. And not just that they had days of little beginning. In the days of little beginning, they were agile. They were active. They were excited. They were passionate. And then in days of little beginning, they say, oh, when, when shall? Let me tell you those who will be gatemen forever. Those who think they deserve more. They will be gatemen forever. Say, hey, now, because I be gatemen, you, you just started. <laughs> well, you hear people using those lines. Say, now, because I the open gates for one another, respect me. Those lines are, are lines of those who are not appreciative of where they are and are not making the best of it. I don't make it better. Say now nah, because I did not nah, because I do your this thing. That now nah, why nah. No, 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 no. That's crazy. You have to appreciate the little things that God has given. God is going to start with you, little. He's always going to start 
that way. It's going to be little. But you must appreciate it. And guess what? When they, when they grow greater, you're not even going to do more. It's the same ethic that you had when it was little that will even sustain it when it's great. Listen, when things are great, it's not like a, it's not like a new, it's not like a phenomenon. I'm going to explain. It's not like you did something that now made things great. No. And the things you were doing when they were little, suddenly greatness happens. But it's not suddenly, it's faithfulness. It's a greatness, it's not that you are doing something. No. Some of you think, hey, what can I do? No. Just keep doing what God has asked you to do. Why? There's something God has never put in the hands of men. It's called harvest. Harvest, there is nobody that has the formula to, to bring a season of harvest. Nobody. It, it's God's own. Harvest is God's own. This, the fame you are seeing, look at the world, go to the world space. The fame you are seeing some of our musicians having, it's not because they were more hardworking than Zaki. You know Zaki? How many know Zaki Azzi? You know, you know Zaki Azzi? You know Zaki Azzi? He's supposed to marry her. Eh? I'm supposed to marry You don't know him. Hey, mama, I don't like me. Eh? Now, some of those guys were even more hardworking than the guys were having now. Now, anybody can sing. Then, if you don't have voice, you can't sing. I may not know, is he Alex O? I don't know Alex O. Oh, this Willicky. <laughs> Daniel Wilson. There's one black something, black, uh, blacky. 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 <laughs> It's God that determines harvest. Paul plants. Apollo waters. God will determine increase. There's no, it's not God plants Apollo's water. Peter's give increase. Increase is planting and, and watering that is in your hand. Increase, there's nothing you can do about it. Even the parable of the sower went to sow seed. He said, the good heart, oh, good heart. Some still gave 30, 60, 100, and it's good heart. Harvest is in the Lord's hands. Yeah. You know, God has told me to start having prayer meeting and Bible study for businessmen and career and career people. I will join you guys. We'll be having it once in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't do anything except God asked me to do it. But God has asked me, God has anointed me to do it. He first told me like a year ago, and I reminded me day for still yesterday. I wrote down my tab. He said, "Start that stuff. We need to look at some things and receive some stuff. Why? Because God is preparing us for something massive. Yeah, the kingdom is taking over, and so we have to quickly get ourselves set, or else we'll run mad. What is coming? I'm going to do a series, but let me tell you the intro of that series. I don't know when I will do the series. I don't know." Whether this year or next year, I don't know. I had an experience. No. I'll... Let's keep teaching. No, no, don't worry. Let's keep teaching. Let's keep teaching. Are we together here? Yes, sir. So, the, 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 the seed has to fall down, right? Yes, 
has to fall into the ground. Huh? Or falls into the ground. Are we together here? It's, 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 it's a seed of a corn. Or the corn of a wheat. The same thing. Are you together with me? But it's in seed form. Are you with me? But when, when it's in seed form, you jubilate. When it's in seed form, work hard. You need to do what you are doing as if that's all you will do in your life. He said, blessed is that man. When his master comes, he finds doing work. You must be found doing the work. Not, not, not complaining about a future. What, has, what, what seed level are you now? Do it with the whole of your life. You are listening, Tisha. Prophecy says you'll be IMF, IMF, IMF chairman. But we know by how you, how you are teaching that lesson. They say, ah, see, let's say I'm teaching. You are not going anywhere. You must teach that lesson as if you are going for IMF meeting. With tie and suit everywhere. On, on point, early. That way you'll be creating an atmosphere. Am I preaching here? Now, these are the, these are the reasons why people are still on the prayer mountain. And they died there. If you don't let this one, you will die on the prayer mountain. Say, Lord, my glory. Nobody collected your glory. (laughs) Nobody collected the glory. You are a bad person. Nobody collected the glory. Say, nobody collected my glory. Nobody collected your glory. The first dream Joseph will interpret is not Pharaoh's dream. It's not Pharaoh's dream. It's the dream of the butler. It's the dream of the baker. Now, if he was sad that he's in prison and shut down his ability to interpret dreams, he would have, he would have not had the opportunity to interpret Pharaoh's dream. If he was in prison, I'm not going to be in this prison because you know, because I did prison. Or would have let go of what he has. But he interpreted dreams in prison. Everywhere he was, the man was shining. Everywhere he was, the man was doing his best. Anywhere you put Joseph, he'll be number one. You put him with his, with his family, he's number one. You take him to Potiphar's house, he's number one. You take him to prison, they make him class captain in prison. Yeah. They made him class captain in prison. Why? Because when the guy got to prison, all right, now, make everybody arrange themselves in prison. <laughs> in prison. That was how I was able to get to, to Pharaoh's house and became a prime minister of, of Egypt because that's God's ordination for him. But it's not automatic. Are we together here? Yes, But don't forget that it's a, it's a corn of a wheat or the seed of a corn. Anyhow you want to put it. It means that he, he, he came out of somewhere. Are you ready? Yes. May I have issues with seed that have no respect for anything. Nothing is good in their eye. If you are truly a seed, we must have a reference point for you. If you say you are self-made, how are you self-made? You cannot be self-made. You must come from somewhere. 
this is a, is a corn of wheat. Even though you are seed, we must know of what seed. That's what puts legitimacy on you. And don't say you are a seed from heaven. You are not a seed from heaven. You are a seed of a wheat. Are we together here? I don't know if I can preach to you. I don't know. Can I preach to you? The seed of a wheat. It's a very strange thing. Now, you came from a wheat, but you have turned to seed, and you can still see the full wheat, and yet you are not feeling that you are meant to be this. I don't know how to say this. I've seen people who are, en- who are entitled to their leaders or master's blessing. They feel because if I came from him, what he has must be my own. Are you together with me? Yes, sir. I've seen people. I saw so one man told me. He said his sons are angry in the ministry. He said, that, I don't know. This our father does not open doors for us. Yeah. So our father does not open doors for us. One said, we need to go and look for another father that will open doors for us. Because they feel entitled to what the master has. You know, sometimes you are working for somebody and they just, ah. Or do take the push by. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You feel entitled. Sometimes you even plan with it and say, "Can this new business? I want to start. This that this man will just give me like forty-five million." It's in my budget. Give forty-five million for me. Buy. Ah, he will have like two billion now. From that two billion, if he give me forty-five, he will not even feel it. <laughs> Now, don't raise your hand, but some of you know you have been here. <laughs> See, it's God's plan. And God is watching it like that. That there is wheat and you are seed. And um, they don't need to bring some wheat to use to cover you, not to be seed again. Why? Because the, the thing you are meant to learn from this person is what turned him to wheat. And that same thing is inside you as seed. If I pour something upon you, it's artificial. Ah. It's artificial. Have you ever seen a corn that they joined? <laughs> they joined the seed to its corn. corn it try now. anymore. In that seed, there is power. If it enters the ground, itself go produce. Now you must have the confidence. When God puts you around greatness and makes you come out of greatness and you are seeing great people around you who say they know you, who you know, who you are close to and yet you don't look anything like them but you know you came out of them. Believe that what made them whatever made them abides in you. And that's what you need. And that was what Jacob went to collect from Isaac. Give me the blessing he left. He did not collect any cow, anything from Isaac. He just collected the blessing. It was just words Jacob left home with. His father was a billionaire. He collected words. You, if they give you words, you say thank you. <laughs> but daddy. The inheritance is not so. The inheritance is a spirit transferred via words. If you can't do business with words, you are not working with God. Yeah. Words! Words. You must learn to do business with words. 
Something must come out of your nothing. Because of words that are spoken over your life. Stop waiting for who will give you anything. Believe God. I said believe God. Because after a while, offense will enter your heart. Half offense. Why, why you hear people say nobody is helping me? You know they are not serious. Say, I want your Romilo. I want your Romilo. Me in your pass. Me in your pass. Ah. Say, I'm coming here to one MPA. I'm going to wake up. It's where. I brought that in, you know, one naked. Oh, I need Chevron. All of it, I need two one. Mother, try money two one. She's gone. I got more phone. You are not serious. You should take a bottle of wine to that your uncle and visit him with a card. I say, I just want to bless you. And have a five minutes conversation of talk with him. If you think who he is, is what you are ordained to be. And let his spirit enter you. His spirit, that thing is spirit. You need to contact that spirit. Greatness is a spirit. It's a spirit. You don't want any, you don't even want a material thing. It's a spirit. One of my fathers was raking for one guy. He said, stop stressing me. This boy, I've never given him one error before. I've never. He said, I've never given him one. You have given him. <laughs> this is why I've not given him one error before. It's a spirit. When you stay close enough and true enough, yeah. they think you will contact it. Yes. When you contact it, you will tell them, no. He said, you know, when he contacted that, he said, don't come. Don't, yeah. don't, I don't want to see you from my house. I beg you, don't come. Speak. Speak. He went to me. He said, what time did she get hit? What time did he get hit? They gave him time. I said, I know that, that time. Yeah. <laughs> this is sweet. Yeah. And that's how God will be glorified. He wants to see people from nothing become all he has ordained them to be. It's not good for a man to say about you that without you, without me, you would have been nothing. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Go back to our scripture. Are you still here? Yeah. Do we have great people in the house? Yeah. Ah, I'm happy I'm talking to the right people. That's my people. I'm not too full. The revelation of the people. Okay, only, only, only. Revelation. I see of corn. We all came from someone. We all came from something. What works is what is connected. What works is what is connected. I went to preach somewhere. I told them to off the farm. They off the farm from the socket. The farm still rolling. I said, is the fan working or not? As the fan sport, the answer is no. But is it rolling? No. So something might not have sports, but it won't work. Because it's not connected. What works is what is connected. So sometimes when, when you are working, don't, don't think it's you. It's you. It's not you again. Because sometimes when you are working, when your when your fan is rolling, it will be sweeting you. That ah ah ah, see that what that see me? Wow. Is the off light? <laughs> I tell you this. Sometimes when things are working, I say kind. I would check me out. I don't eat. 
Every, every, it is a, every, it's a banger. Say, see now, I see me. He. All of the Bible says, the Bible says you should honor your fathers. Why? Why? So I told them, go and off that fan. The fan was, after the off the fan, the fan was still rolling. But it, not roll, it did not roll long again. Why? Because that thing that they off is the source. That's a type of father. That when they off these days, it's no longer long. Yeah. Those days are your, when he says your days, talking about glory. What is it? In the days of King Ayaseros. He's talking about when you are shining. So if you want your shining days to be long, just maintain the source that you need to. <laughs> so that the days will be long. If Satan wants, and you won't know, you know why it's dangerous that you won't know because it will still rule. And you have scattered things. <laughs> but for longevity, the thing will stop, will stop ruling. Because it has been disconnected from, from, from the source. Are we together here? Yes, sir. You know all these rivers you are seeing, they have source. Yes. If these rivers feel like they are a river, <laughs> if they block it, mm-hmm. it will turn to, is it damp now? I'll be, I'll be lake. It turn to lake. So the fishes there will start to die. Yes, sir. Are we together, friends? I don't know if I'm making sense here. Yes, so we, we, we all came out of some. Nobody is self-made. Yes, I know where I came out from. Yeah. I know, I know, I know where I came out from. I know. I know who's... I'm off. I know. And this thing is not only around spiritual fatherhood. In all areas of life. Don't ever dishonor what has the role of source in your life. Never. It's a, it's a serious accident. It's, it's fatal. It's a fatal accident. It's a fatal accident. And it's an accident Satan will want you to make. And sometimes you are making that accident, your body will be strong. But it's a fatal accident. Don't make it. I encourage everyone here, don't, anything you can say is source, whether career, anything. That I say, this thing, you know, the only place I can put this thing is source. Leave it that way. Now, others people, other people might have issues with that source. Not you. Because others that have issues with it, it's not their source. If they slap your source, the people, the person who slapped the source is, is a, is a co-source. It's not a saucy. <laughs> like you. If Paul rebuked Peter, don't join, don't join Paul. <laughs> don't, don't join Paul. And say, well, Peter, are you okay? And you are a, and you are a Jew. In Jerusalem church. And say, uh, Peter, I don't think you are a serious uh, person. I think Paul was right. <laughs> and my friends here, don't. Don't joke with us. Don't joke with us. For example, those in university, don't have issue with your HOD. Don't, don't say you are, you are trying. Don't have issue with your HOD or your so course advice all days you got there. Don't have, issue, don't have issue with people computing your results. <laughs> why? Why are you foolish? Why are you having issue with the person computing your results? 
the person that is writing A, B. <laughs> Who has the biro to say A? That can turn C, and, and there's a way they can turn C to F. Why are you having issues with those kind of people? I think those are the people that, those ones deserve wine. I just brought this wine to you. So you are doing a great job. This faculty is moving because you are here. <laughs> Others might not know what you are doing, but we will know. Yeah. Is it not easy that way? Yeah. Eh? Yes. It's easy that way. So this, this, these are principles of growth, except seed, corn, falls down. You take a posture eh, of humility. You fall down by yourself. And then God himself will take you through a dying process. The dying process is the tough one. Sometimes the thing is so bad, you just want to jump up and get out. Yeah. Sometimes God takes, sometimes you think that you are falling down is enough. He said, but you falls down. And it means there are two different things. There's falling down. The after fall down, there is not die. Eh? And then you're like, ah, oh, now one kill me. The answer is yes. <laughs> Why? Why does God doesn't? Why is it that God doesn't mind you dead? Because God wants you resurrected. Because resurrection is better than your current state. Are we together here? He says, if you become so stubborn and you don't allow this process, he said, what will happen is that you will abide alone. What that means is that you will know you are good. You, you will be knowing. Say, ah, they good though. Now, ask now. When we're playing in Enugu, where I'm playing, JJ cannot intercept with me. JJ, cannot intercept with me. That's abiding alone. You will be kochi. Of some boys. Uh, uh, that guy said, Cool, funny to me now. No, go and ask. Go and ask the real. You'll be telling stories. You are by the You'll be strong. You'll be very strong. When people eat you like this, they will break their head because you are, you, are, you are congeed with what did not happen. A future that did not happen is you are strong with it. And so you are full of, you are full of opinions. But there is no fruit of your life does not have fruit. He said, I know when uh, uh, we were here together when the whole thing started. Like, it was on this street. But you'll find out that you are still on that. On that street. Yeah. Stubborn people are remaining in the same place. Stubbornness can ground you, can ground you. Will keep you will keep you stable in one location. Because you know go agree. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Be humble. Be humble. Be humble. Huh? Yes, Be what? Humble. Be humble. Somebody, somebody will speak for you. And the person, they didn't put person gun in the person's ear to speak for you. But when they see these five things, you'll be spoken, you'll be spoken for. They say, Abuna. Somebody, this is, no matter how good you are, somebody will speak for you. Yes, no matter how great you are, somebody has to speak for you. You know, Piki Olawale anointed me to start ministry. 
Now, the anointing I'm using is not the one that gave me. God called me. But I needed someone to say that it's true. He has a calling. No. That thing that happened eight years ago, that service is not just... Without that service, we won't be here. That inaugural service. And P.K. came and put oil on my head. It's not that day that I got the calling. I've had the calling, but no matter the greatness of the calling, a man must say, you know, since when I've known I'm apostle, it's just how many weeks ago they say I'm apostle. Is it last year? They say I'm apostle. Since when has God been calling me apostle? But until a man agreed that I'm apostle, I'm not going to be apostle. I'll be I'll be apostle personally. <laughs> but you get the point I'm trying to make. Forget the jokes I'm telling. You get the point I'm making. A man has to, a man has to, praise God. Somebody has to say that you are blessed. You can do this. Let him do it. Let him move forward. Let him go ahead. Jesus had to tell John, I bear baptize me. John said, I'm not going to baptize me. He said, you are going to baptize me. Because if he is not baptizing, he won't start ministry. Why? Because John came before him. He said, he went to John's water and said, baptize me. And for, we saw John baptize God. Because God was in flesh. Why? Except. Mm-hmm. Even God knows that except. <laughs> God. God knows that except. A corner would fall into the ground. Except. You know, the dying is not just the dying of the cross. If you, if you read Philippians chapter 2, the Bible told us to take the form of flesh is part of the dying. Just to take, just to be a man is dying. So, going to be baptized by John was dying. Are we together here? Yeah. You see, sometimes you are going to be under someone you are more brilliant than. You are going to be under someone you are going to be greater than. But you must understand this principle, right? Say, yes. except. So Jesus went to John and said, baptize me. And then John now baptized Jesus and lost his ministry. Yeah. It's true. We are going to anoint people that would that would typify the end of our own ministry. Yes, sir. Yeah. By, by the time God wants to go another direction and he's done with you. Yes, but he will still need you to help you. When God was done with Eli and all the rubbish Eli was doing, he still needed for one last task. <laughs> the last task will be let me train somewhere. If someone said all oh, this Eli useless, useless priesthood. I'm going to form my own priesthood in this. I'm not going to do anything. It's in his Eli. He needs to behave himself in the house of Eli. And Eli has to release him into the ministry. Then we can forget about Eli. Eh? One of the ways God tested David was to put him in the house of Saul. I said, try nonsense. And David behaved himself in the house of Saul. Even when Saul wanted to kill him. Because according to God, Saul is the king currently. And when he mistakenly caught the guy's clothes, he repented before the Lord. That's how the Lord's anointed. Are my friends here? Are we together here? You abide alone, but you are not going to abide alone. I said you are not going to abide alone. So when you, when, when you operate on these five things I've mentioned, I mentioned about accept, seed, corn, fall down, dies, 
abide alone, then you will see your grace just shining. There are three levels of grace. Quickly, I'll just mention and I'll close. You know, there is a grace that comes with expertise. There is grace. There is grace by just being good at what you are doing. Huh? Whatever God has given you to do, be good at it. There is grace. Have you told somebody to make chair for you because he made chair for somebody and the chair was good? And then have you vowed that this one will not make my chair? Say, who made this chair? Who? Or the tailor made your clothes. Say, who made this clothes? Tell me. I know that you are asking so that you can, you can ask so that you will not do mistake and go and give. <laughs> Somebody did one clothes for me. I was worried. I said, is it this last clothes? Now, one of the ways not to have grace is to be bad at what you are doing. You see, because if you're asking God to favor you when you are not good, you say, God, give me grace. Let grace make a way for me. The point is that when God gives you that grace, that grace will turn to disgrace for God. Because when they say, who did this? They'll say, as a child of God. That's how your dad, say, and God, look at your child. It has turned to, it's grace for you. But you're not disgracing God. So you have to be good at what you are doing. You can't use tongues to cover to cover. Some people need to go for voice training, for example. If you're a musician, you can't just any small thing, you use tongues. And say, Lord, what you going? Say, you, you have not learned how to write lyrics. Any small thing, is tongues you use to cover your lack of ability to write lyrics. If it was, if it was tongues they put in the book of Psalm, how would we see songs? <laughs> The book of Psalm is full of songs, lyrics. But for some of us, any small thing, you don't have any time you don't have anything to say again. No, it's not. There's a place of tongues, there's a place of learning how to write. Trusting God to teach you how to write. There's a place of voice training, learning. If that's where God has called you, expertise. The gift of a man will make room for him. You have to be good. You have to ask yourself, how many people are better than me in this world? Humble yourself to go and learn from them. In all the units we have in church, I ask them, what's the future of this thing you are doing? Show me the future. That's what I ask. You show me the future. And they go and play me where we are going to. Go and show me. Don't just say you are HOD. HOD, what are you HOD in? Where's the future of what you are doing? Where will we be in the next five years? Show me. And they show me real pictures. This is how we are going to get. Okay. Where are we? How are we going to get to the next phase? So you have to be good at what you are doing. Are we together here? There is a grace that comes with your calling. Just that you are called in something, there is a grace that comes with it. Am I correct? There is a grace. And And the final thing is that there is a grace that comes with impartation of favor. You are just favored. Huh? You are just favored, right? You are just favored. That was what God was speaking to Philippians. My God shall supply all your needs according to your what? Riches and glory. That's grace because an apostle prayed for them and imparted them 
Are we together, friends? You know why we are teaching these things? We are teaching them because we know God has called us to higher things. Huh? Remember the rapper that said, oh, ye rapper. We are moving on to what? To greater things. <laughs> oh, ye Jesus' people. We are moving on to what? Are you moving on to greater things? Greater grace. I said great grace. Greater things. Do you believe that? I said, do you believe that? How are the days ahead of you? How are they going to be? I can't hear you. What days do you have ahead of you? What days do you have ahead of you? For some of us, it's in seed form. But we don't despise little beginnings. And we know that greater is the end of a thing than its beginning. Some of your marriages might be going through a tough time. But what's the end of your marriage? It's great. That's why we don't want to die yet. Because we know tomorrow is sweet. We won't die yet. The only thing we can allow is Jesus coming. We want him to come because it's greater with him. Greater days are ahead of you. Greater days ahead of you. Bigger things. Bigger opportunities. And God is going to be proud of you. The way you are going to execute. You would execute with the spirit of wisdom. And how you execute, everyone will know that this one, Jesus is with this one. Such a privilege to be connected with you. Because I will brag with your name. I said I will brag with your name. And guess what? I'm already bragging with your name already. Already. You're already a source of joy and a source of inspiration. Continue being that, okay? God bless you. Shalom.